Hey, you're listening to the C3 Network Podcast with Dan Holland. Our mission is to create a network of micro churches that are finding, teaching, and equipping people to be on mission. Our hope is that this encourages you. Be sure to leave us a review so you can help us share our message with more people who need to hear it. And now, Dan Holland. Hello. Today, we'll be exploring chapter nine of John's Gospel. I'm Dan Holland, your guide through this journey. Within this chapter, there is a story that delves into the human desire for change and the power of faith. It's about a man who was blind all his life and shockingly had always lived in darkness. However, his life was transformed instantly and he could see the beauty of the world that he had never experienced before. As Jesus walked by, he saw a man who was born blind. His disciples, curious and eager to learn, asked their beloved rabbi, did this man sin or did his parents sin that he was born blind? They were trying to understand the common belief that suffering is caused by sin and they were looking for answers. Jesus, who embodied both wisdom and love, gave a response that shattered their preconceived notions. He said that the man's blindness was not at all caused by his or his parents' sins, but rather it was presented as an opportunity for God's works to be displayed. This profound statement redirected their attention from assigning blame to recognizing the potential for divine revelation. Jesus spoke with determination. This is what he said. We need to do the work of the one who sent me while there is still time during the day. Night is approaching and then we won't be able to work. You see, he knew that his time on earth was limited and, and encouraged his disciples to join him in fulfilling his plan. He saw not only the physical blindness of the person in front of him, but also the spiritual blindness that affected many people's hearts. And Jesus did something unusual by spitting on the ground and using the saliva to make mud. He then carefully put the mixture on the man's eyes, and then he told him to go wash in the pool of Siloam. The man followed Jesus' instructions. He went to the pool and washed himself with the water there. And at that very moment, the man's eyes opened, and he saw the world in a beautiful display of colors and shapes. People who knew the be- him as a beggar were amazed, and they wondered if it if it's real. However, the man assured them that he was still the same person and expressed great gratitude for Jesus to, to Jesus for restoring his vision through the use of mud that was made out of the dust of the earth. After news of the miraculous event began to circulate, the religious authorities became doubtful. They called the man in for questioning, asking him for an explanation of how he regained his sight. And the Pharisees were divided in their opinions, with some claiming that Jesus was a sinner because his actions did not align with the Sabbath, while others were amazed by the inexplicable signs and questioned if Jesus was truly a messenger from God. See, the Pharisees didn't believe the truth and asked the parents of the healed man, if they would testify. The parents confirmed their son's identity, but didn't say how he was healed. They asked their son to answer for for himself instead. The healed man boldly said, I don't know if he is a sinner, but I do know that I was blind and now I can see. The Pharisees were not convinced by the man's testimony. They rejected the miraculous work that had taken place. However, 
Jesus, who always listens to the voices of the oppressed, searched for the man who had been rejected. He asked him a meaningful question. He said, do you believe in the Son of Man? That helped dispel any doubts in his heart. The man asked who he should believe in, to which Jesus revealed his true identity to him and said that the man had already seen him. This led to a transformative moment where the man's faith grew and he worshiped Jesus as the one who opened his eyes. See, the story of the blind man is, of course, a metaphor for the spiritual journey that every person goes through in search of enlightenment. It encourages us to confront our personal biases and assumptions that prevent us from seeing reality clearly. Jesus' act of restoring the man's sight represents his mission to heal the spiritual blindness that affects all humanity. So now, to get the conversation started, read John chapter 9 and then listen carefully to the following statement. Do you agree, disagree, or maybe you're not sure? You ready? God always allows suffering and affliction in someone's life as a result of their own sin. You answer yes. God sometimes allows suffering as a consequence of sin to teach individuals important lessons, bring about repentance, or maybe no. Suffering and affliction are not always direct consequences of personal sin as seen in the case of the man that was born blind. Or maybe you're unsure because the relationship between personal sin and suffering can be complex and, and varies in different situations. So again, God always allows suffering and affliction in someone's life as a result of their own sin. Let the conversation begin. Thanks for tuning in. If you like this podcast, we post a new episode each week. So be sure to subscribe and leave us a review so you can help share our message. We'll see you next time.